The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of the SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. And of course, make sure to check out our brand new Discord server. It is the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Driver! Start your engine! Strap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. Welcome into another edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He is Cody Zeeb. I am Rod Gomez, and we are here to break down yet another exciting weekend of NASCAR racing in the betting world. Cody, we talked about last week ad nauseum, but yet we're in for yet another exciting week of racing, my friend. I think it's just going to be exciting every week from here on out uh, <laughs> as much as we've seen this season. And uh, yeah, going to a type of track we've only really been to once this season. Who knows what's in store? We keep telling them to pull those belts up tight. Well, I don't know how much tighter you guys can pull your belts, but I'll tell you, it, we're gonna, about to find out. That is for sure. Um, yeah, as we talked about last week, we head to Michigan this week for a two-mile oval and again it's not your mile and a half it's not your short track it's not a super speedway it's that right uh what are the the goldilocks right she was right in the middle of that that is exactly the zone that we are in no truck race this week so it is just the xfinity boys and the cup boys going at it and we're going to see some names crossing over into that because of that right yeah actually not too many. I mean, yeah, I guess John Hunter really is the only one, isn't he? Yeah. Maybe crossover wise. But what yeah. is some, I'm surprised. Cody. One is some. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm shocked there's no cup guys in the Xfinity race. As much as we've seen lately, I, I was kind of surprised. I was looking through the entry list. Pretty much all Xfinity guys. And then, yeah, Truck Series guy and John Hunter thrown in there. I guess you can count him as a former cup guy. So there is that. But uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, I'm excited. It's going to be another good week of racing. It's re- They've really been, I mean, all over the place with all the different styles of tracks we've gone to. Uh, I mean, we were at New Hampshire. You know, that's a small flat track. And then Pocono, the big tricky triangle. Then we go to a road course. Now we're here at a two-mile track. Then it's back to a one-mile track at Richmond. Then it's back to another road course. Then it's Daytona to end the regular season. Then we're back down to Darlington. Like, man, all over the place. We're not uh, 
it seems like NASCAR for a while there was like mile and a half, mile and a half, mile and a half, mile and a half. They don't do that anymore. <laughs> and uh, I, for one, really like it. I enjoy it. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, I, I like the different kinds of tracks every weekend and changing it up and seeing different kind of racing and a different style and a different way to go about things and make these teams keep adjusting. Don't let them get too comfortable just doing the same thing every week. Make it something different every week, something new. And, uh, yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed it. I think NASCAR's really has crushed it with the schedule these last couple of two seasons here or so. That's exactly why they did it, though. I have to believe that that's exactly why they did it is because it was getting to the point where somewhere around the middle of the season, it was just the lull of the mile and a half and the mile and a half. And then the teams got comfortable and they really didn't have to make too many different calls. I mean, other than maybe the fuel strategy calls and maybe the pits and then the tires, but it just got to be that a point in that season right after uh, probably the fall or, or just the, the fall um, races there where it just started to get into this rhythm and rhythm. And well, now there's no rhythm. Now every week is something different. And even if they continue to keep it this way, as far as changing it up almost every single week, like you can't fall into a rhythm there either, because again, you go from short track to uh, road course to mile and a half to two miles. And, and the, the strategies are all different, even if it's the same race that you raced last season. So you're right, man. I absolutely enjoy what the schedule makers have done. And I, I applaud them for keeping this season absolutely entertaining from start to finish yep agreed i uh i'll put i think it's gonna be another fun fun week of racing i do and too. the way we've seen them racing on the mile and a half other than texas because that sucked but uh on the rest of the mile and a half we've had so far this year which not exactly the two mile like this is but closely related it's been good racing it's not been one guy just dominating the race and and leading every lap uh which i think we'll probably touch on a lot more in the dfs episode but I think there will be plenty of parity here again this week. I think we'll see a lot of guys with a chance, a lot of guys up there. And, uh, yeah, man, I can't wait to get to the to the cup side of the odds. We uh, we did our best guessing at the odds uh, in the recap show, and uh, we missed, I guess you could say, but in a good way. I'm excited for some of the lines that came out because not what I was thinking we were going to get. So uh, I'm happy. I'm, I'm ready to, to make some money this week, Rod. Yeah, and there's some fantastic value up and down this I, it's it's amazing to me how much value we're going to get on some of these drivers so yeah I'm, I'm happy and, and ready to tear into it uh but let's let's just preview the two races that are happening this weekend uh we will break the bets down in the stages two and three but it's the new holland 250 for the xfinity guys 125 laps around this two mile paved track uh previous winners on this include for the Xfinity, A.J. Allmendinger, Tyler Reddick, Austin Dillon, Denny Hamlin, Daniel Suarez, uh, Kyle Busch. Have you know that uh, for a while there, it was just, it, and it has always been a one race a year. So when you go back to a guy like Denny Hamlin winning in 2017, yeah, he was a ringer. Suarez back in 2016, Bush in 2015. But I mean, then you got Paul Menard, Reagan Smith, Joey Logano, Carl Edwards, a couple of Brad Keselowskis. Um, those are past Xfinity winners are those are, uh i'm sorry nascar winners no i don't write xfinity jesus this has been a long day cody i just i want to go on record as to say this has been kind of a long day so if i misspeak a couple times just cut me off i'm, I'm right there with you rod so we'll uh we'll power through but yeah i mean a lot of cup series guys on there but if you look back some of those guys like a paul menard getting a win if you followed his career at all i, I mean he, he was an okay good racer obviously 
from the Menard family. He brought a lot of money to the sport with them and probably kept a ride a little longer because of that. But a track that a guy like this could win at in the Xfinity Series, I think that's going to play into one of my bets that I have coming up in the Xfinity Series with a guy that's still sponsored by Menards. So it uh, works out, huh? Ooh, <laughs> symmetry. I love uh. it. Uh, all right, then we move over on the Sunday race, which is the Firekeepers Casino 400. It's 200 laps around this two-mile paved track. Former winners on this track. Again, I know we talked about it in the in the preview show, but he got a lot of Kevin Harvick's on this, and it was everything oh, I could oh do, God. Cody, to <laughs> not. Yeah, Kevin Harvick, Kyle Larson, and, uh, you know, throwing a little Clint Boyer in there. Ryan Blaney snuck himself in there last year. Joey Logano peeked his head in and said, hello. Uh, but there's one trend that I'm going to hit on in my bets that I'll, I'll wait to bring up. But there's a, a very interesting trend uh, in this race that uh, I want to lay a bet on. So I'll bring it up when we actually start talking about the bets. But, yeah. I mean, any thoughts on the, the two races that we got coming? Any, any betting angles that you sort of uh, hit on before we actually get into the bets themselves? So, I mean, looking back, uh, probably the two closest comparisons I could find were Auto Club Speedway. That was the second race of the season all the way back in February. So it's going to be a little hard to translate. I mean, they've learned so much since then with this new car. Um, I believe Kyle Larson won that for the Cup Series race. Um, And so kind of, I mean, that's going to be the most the other two mile track like this one, Kansas is a D shaped track. Like this one is, um, it's a mile and a half. So a little bit shorter, but still kind of the same style, Michigan, just a little bigger and a little faster, but, uh, and then Charlotte, another one that that's kind of similar. Um, it, those would be the closest comparison. So those were kind of the three tracks that I took the most from when kind of weighing into my thoughts on this race. And again, I, I mean, in general, I lean a lot on what have guys, what have you done for me lately? What guys have done the last couple of races? Yes, it was a road course last week. It was Pocono the week before. Those don't necessarily translate to this exact same style of racing, but you know, you can use that momentum and that stuff you're building off of in certain cases to, to keep going forward. You got a guy like Chase Elliott that's finished second place or the top two, top three fucking 18 weeks in a row it's hard not to take a look at him for some stuff because he's done it on all the styles and everything so so yeah a little bit of everything and then i mean you got to kind of go back and look at the past years obviously we can't weigh the past years in the cup series as much as as we could in the past because of the new car the xfinity series you could a little more but um yeah i love it i love it Deep into the mind of a D-Gen we are getting. So uh, let's just go ahead and lay out some bets. We'll come back in stage two after the break. Let's start talking about the bets, why you're here in this episode in the first place. But you're also here so that I can tell you about Win. I want you, uh, if you're thinking about joining Win. Now is literally the perfect time for you new customers. If you bet $100, you're going to get a $100 free Bet. And if you like to bet baseball, which you're a D-Gen, I'm sure you do, you got to check out WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the perfect place to play MLB+. Plus, The WinBet Casino, always oh, open. It's open 24 hours a day, so you never have to wait outside for them to open. You get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. 
$5 if you head over there right now. There's so much to choose from. And all you got to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Make sure you're checking out our brand new Discord server. I see many, many, many people joining every single day. I hope you are the next one. So many channels to choose from. So many conversations to jump into. Not the least of which is NASCAR. Of course, is F1 as well. There's spring football, there's TV, there's movies, there's crypto, there's just general lifestyle, and of course, there's the bar. Come hang out with us in the bar. You want to get in on all this stuff? You want to interact with us? You want to sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew? Simple. All you got to do is go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord. Get in on the conversation. And those conversations largely entail us laying out all of our bets for the weekend, not just the ones that we give in the show, of course, but then we have ones that we consider and and give you as we get more information, as uh, qualifying happens, as news breaks. Uh, We keep you informed in that Discord channel. Uh, But we also do, like we said, talk about our bets. So, Cody, let us talk about your first bet for the New Holland 250 at the Michigan International Speedway. I'm going to start off with uh, Brandon Jones over Sammy Smith, minus 150. This one's definitely juiced up a touch, but I like it anyways. I like Brandon Jones a lot this year, uh, this weekend. This is kind of his his style of track. It seems like these big, fast tracks. He's one of those guys that's kind of always in the mix and and shows up for you. So uh, in five starts here, he's got four top ten finishes. He finished second here last year. Um, for whatever reason, the Xfinity did not race here in 2020. I don't. I'm not sure why. I think it was COVID. But maybe yeah. That's what I was thinking. But but Cup and Trucks still race, so that's why I was. I don't know. But yeah, it might have been COVID related or might have been scheduling. But so uh, finished second here last year, sixth in 2019. So he's a guy. Uh, you know, he's won before at Kansas. Again, looking at these style of tracks, a guy that's really good on this style of track. Sammy Smith. He's going to be in that 18 car for Gibbs. Obviously, we've seen that car do well. It's a powerhouse car. Um, Smith is one of those Toyota racing development drivers that that's getting a lot of love. He's a big Arca series guy right now. I think he just turned 18. He's still young. He's still green. I believe this is only his second career start. So I'm just going to take the experienced guy, Brandon Jones. We've talked about him a hundred times before. He's one of those guys. He's that Kevin Harvick of the Xfinity series. He's probably not going to win for you much, although spoiler, he might win this week. We'll see, but, uh, but he's going to get you those good solid finishes and uh and do well for you and i think that i'm going to take that reliability and that experience over the young and experienced sammy smith we could see a mistake somewhere pit road penalties any a number of things that are just going to put him behind jones and as well as i think jones is going to do this week i really like him over sammy smith uh i actually love that bet and i love it because i'm going to sort of jump onto that one as well and give you brandon jones as a top five finisher in that you just finished laying out the case for exactly what uh, you think is going to happen with brandon jones and you're going to continue to lay out the case later on maybe but uh but i think he's got a good chance of getting a top five in this mix as well and for brandon jones as a top five it's a plus 400 
for Brandon Jones as a top five. I absolutely love that value for a guy who we're pretty high on. Again, we're going to continue to find out why, but I like plus 400 for a top five for a guy that uh, has that much potential. You said it in yourself. He finished second here last season, doing well this year. So, um, yeah, I'm all about Brandon Jones like you, and I, and I have him as a top five at plus 400. Yeah, I love that. It's great value there. I mean, a lot of these top guys you're getting at plus 400 just to win the race. So he's a guy that's not necessarily one of the, the top-tier guys, but he's in top-tier equipment. He's in a Joe Gibbs racing car. So, I mean, uh, you know, we see how well Ty Gibbs runs in those cars every week. Those cars, that that equipment has the potential to be up there. And, and this is the type of track Jones has proven himself. So huge on him this week. We're going to talk about him more in a few. So so I be, I back your uh, your top five plus 400 there. All aboard the, the Brandon Jones train this week. Toot, toot. <laughs> Jumping to my next. Uh, you know, that's wow. I got a lot of Menards themed uh, <laughs> bets going on this week. <laughs> a little teaser for you for later, too. Uh, anyways, I just realized that. Uh, but jumping up next, I got AJ Allmendinger over John Hunter Nemechek. Uh, this one's at minus one twenty-five. Uh, John Hunter, so he's—I mean—he's raced some in the in the eighteen car for Joe Gibbs. This time he's going to be in the twenty-six for for Sam Hunt Racing. He's done all right in the few races he's he's raced for them. Uh, nothing super great, like he could be in the running for the win. And I think Allmendinger—I don't know that he's necessarily going to win, but I think he could be up there. He has just been Mr. Consistency. He's holding that 17-point uh, championship lead right now over uh, Justin Allgaier. He's 30 points over Ty Gibbs. So he needs to get a good, solid finish, have another good points day. Oh, by the way, he won here last year, so he can do it. Um, and again, you know, uh, won last week, obviously, at the road course. He finished fourth a couple weeks ago um, at Pocono, I think it was. And so he's been running well. Again, one of those guys that, that things are really clicking good for him. That team is really gelling. You know, they have the mojo right now. John Hunter, after his little run-in last week, you're either the bug or the – sometimes you're the bug, sometimes you're the windshield. I I don't know exactly what he was trying to get at there, but <laughs> whatever, dude. So, uh, but, yeah, and, uh, and you know, it's come out that he was supposed <laughs> – I don't know if you had heard this, but he was supposed to be the uh, – the relief driver. He was the scheduled relief driver. If anything ever happened to one of the 2311 guys, um, like prior to the season. And so like originally when, when Kurt Busch went out a couple weeks ago, he was supposed to get in that car. And then Joe Gibbs, I guess, stepped in and said, let's give Ty a chance. And uh, yeah. So quick side note too. We didn't touch on that. Ty Gibbs will be in the 45 again this week. Kurt Busch still not been cleared due to concussion protocol starting to get a little scary. Mm -hmm. This is three weeks in a row. Now he's not been allowed to race flashes of Dale Earnhardt jr. 2016. We thought he was going to miss a race or two. He did not come back that season at all. Alex Bowman filled in for him the rest of the year. I'm hoping that we don't see something like that. Um, obviously that can shake up the playoffs as he's one of the drivers that's in right now with the win. We'll see where all that goes. And one more note too. We didn't get to earlier. Austin Hill making his first career start. Richard Childress running an extra car in the number 33. But uh, anyways, back to my bet. Uh, I, I get sidetracked easily. <laughs> oh, squirrel. <laughs> Dangled uh, some keys in front of you. Almondinger uh, over John Hunter, minus 125. I, I really like this one. Well, I'll continue that theme over John Hunter, Nemechek, and I'll give you Riley Herbst 
over John Hunter Nemechek. Uh, we're just going to pile on John Hunter, poor guy. But look, in in the last couple races that he's raced here, he's he started eighth in both of those races. He finished eighth last year, finished thirteenth the year before. But for Riley Herbst, he finished seventh. So he finished one one spot ahead of of uh, of John Hunter Nemechek. Actually, that was twenty nineteen. Check that. Um, but anyways, the best finish for Riley Herbst here is seventh in this. So, you know, again, it's John Hunter Nemechek we're talking about. He's the truck guy for sure, but in the Xfinity series, not necessarily been uh, the best for you. And Riley Herbst has been running this the whole time. This is his series. This is what he, he's been doing for the last several months, and, and he's been doing fairly well at it. So I want the, the guy who's been doing this more often than not not the greatest of finishes in Loudon for Herps. He finished 30th, but before that, he had a third-place finish in Nashville, 7th at Elkhart Lake, ninth in Atlanta, 12th at Pocono, and then last week finished 6th. So some pretty solid finishes for Riley Herps. We talked about him a few weeks ago. We like the way this kid drives. We like the way he looks. He's, he's confident enough to be able to, to, to run this race. And again, I think for John Hunter Nemechek, he's, he's going to be driving cautiously. This I mean, he probably won't be driving too cautiously because he is John Hunter Nemechek. But, by, I mean, we, we talked about it with Ross Chastain. We were like, oh, maybe he'll maybe he'll drive a little more cautiously. Nah, not Ross Chastain and not John Hunter. But that could lead to a little more problems uh, than Riley Herps in that car as well because he's not going to be running quite as reckless and he's going to be running a better race because he's got stuff on the line in this opportunity while John Hunter Nemechek pretty much doesn't. He's just going for broke. Probably just rushing for the win. And he'll take a lot more chances than, than will Riley Herbst. And I think at the end of the day, we're going to see Herbst in front of John Hunter Nemechek. I got that at, what was that head head at? Uh, minus, or plus, plus 105 plus, even. Plus five, yeah. yeah, plus money. Which actually, I almost took this one as well. I, I really like this one as well. I ended up pivoting and going with something different that I found that I liked. But but I really like this one. Uh, Herbst, again, a guy that's reliable. He gives you a good run every week. He's not going to win for you, but he's going to give you those good, solid finishes. Each and every week, again, just like Kevin Harvick, just like Brandon Jones, one of those reliable guys. He's in solid Stuart Haas equipment. John Hunter Nemechek and that Sam Hunt racing. I mean, they're kind of up and coming, and, and they're you know they have a pretty decent program, but not exactly the most reliable equipment in the world. And I don't expect him to be up in the mix, whereas guys like Dinger and Herbst are going to be up in the mix much more. So I definitely like both of them over him. And uh, yeah, we'll just go hashtag fade John Hunter this week. Might as well, right? I mean, fading people has worked for us so far. Hey, exactly. <laughs> we might be fading somebody else later on. You never know. <laughs> you know? Uh, all right, what's your next bet? Okay, up next, Sheldon Creed, top five, plus 350. This guy just gets no respect uh, from the books at all. By the way, he's 45 to one to win, so... I'm just going to toss out there that uh, you might see that in an article later in the week, and uh, I would definitely definitely get down on that. Um, but top, for a top five, plus 350, he finished second here in 2019 uh, in the truck series, and uh, he was just he was fifth at Pocono, eighth at Charlotte. Charlotte, again, one of those com more comparable tracks. One of those guys that the finishes have not always been there. We saw it with Tyler Reddick the whole first half of the season which oddly enough, also a Richard Childress racing car. Um, but he, he was looked good at each and every week, just couldn't get it done. Always something happened, always something wrong. Sheldon Creed, same thing, problem after problem. Austin Hill finally got it figured out, got a couple of wins. He's been running good in those in the same exact RCR cars. 
Now Sheldon Creed, they finally started to turn that corner, got some good solid results. So at plus 350, I feel like you're getting pretty good value for a guy who could finish pretty well and be up in the top five like he was on the last basically oval. Poking as a triangle, I get it, but basically oval track uh, just just two weeks ago. So Sheldon Creed, top five at plus 350. I love it. Uh, I am going to give you Noah Gragson over Josh Berry as my other head-to-head here. Uh, uh, look, Noah Gragson, we've talked about him all season long, how fantastic this has been for him. This is a great year uh, for him so far. You talk, look at the last couple races that he's had uh, at Michigan. 2019, he finished second. and 2021, he finished third. Josh Berry's only raced here once. He finished fourth. Bookmakers did a fantastic job of lining this up. But Noah Gragson still managed to beat him in the one head-to-head matchup that they have here at Michigan. But, you know, again, Noah Gragson's 2021 season, or 2022 season, rather, has been fantastic. And I, I use that word, but it really has. In his 20 starts, he's got 14 top 10s, 10 top 5s, 3 wins. He finished first at Pocono, uh, and then he finished 10th last week in Indianapolis in a really just a <laughs> thrilling, thrilling race overall. But, you know, the guy's been top 10 so many times, and, and he's just finished every race strong. So, for me, Noah Gragson's on the right track, and, and I think that he's got a very a better-than-average shot at beating Josh Berry head-to-head, who, you know, Josh Berry's season has been great, but over the last three weeks, he's he's been topsy-turvy. He finished 31st in Loudoun, 3rd at Pocono, but 14th in Indianapolis. So, you know, kind of a hard hard time for uh, Josh Berry here. He did crash out of that, that Loudoun race after starting on the pole. So maybe bad luck Josh Berry will hit, and Noah Gragson will be able to finish in front of him uh, for to, to cash this, uh, this over at minus 120. Yeah. And I'm going to back this up actually right into my next bet. So they really are not giving us much love. The, the top four drivers here, odds aren't super great. I mean, you got Gregson plus 400 Gibbs is plus 450 all guys plus 450 and Josh Berry's plus 500. So you got f- four guys, all five to one or less to win this race. So the way they're looking at it, it's kind of a toss up between those four guys. I'm going to ride the hot hand. I'm going to go with Noah Gregson, plus 400 to win this race. Uh, he was third here in 2022 or 2021 last year. Uh, again, they didn't race 2020. In 2019, he was second here. So in the last two starts here, a second and a third. He won at Auto Club Speedway earlier this season. Again, the most comparable track to this track. Um, that was back in February, but his season has been great since then. He's still He's got three wins. He outdueled Ty Gibbs a couple of weeks ago in Pocono to a great finish. Uh, they've been running really well. I think he's one of the best drivers in the series, clearly in one of the best cars. Um, he's obviously one of the championship favorites, and he's a favorite to win this race for a reason because he's very good here, and he's proven himself. This is, again, a style of track that he's he's good everywhere, and he can win any given week, but this is a style of track where he seems to be extra good, these bigger, faster tracks. And so I'm just going to take the favorite and uh, yeah, Noah Gregson to win at plus 400. Again, you get no argument out of me on that one. Other than the fact that I will give out my winner. Cause I know you got another surprise winner in there as well, but I mean, look, here's the thing for me about my winner. And, and we saw this last, uh, last week, even on display. And my winner is AJ Allmendinger. They're giving you plus 800 
for AJ Allmendinger to win this race. And this is more of a value call for me as far as looking at, at the price for Allmendinger, knowing that he won. Look, that's the only time he's ever run an Xfinity car on Michigan. The dude went out and, and won that race. So all season long, we've seen it out of AJ, just the grit, the determination. He does have three wins on the year in this series. Uh, 17 top 10s in 20 starts. You'd be hard-pressed to find uh, A.J. Allmendinger outside of the top five. Nine top five, uh, nine top five finishes, three wins. But, I mean, the dude puts every single bit of what he has into those race cars week in and week out, whether this hot suit doesn't work, whether he's got no power steering, whatever the case may be, A.J. Allmendinger is a rock star. And, in fact, if he goes to Cup next year full-time again, he might be my new favorite driver all, all, you know, unless Jimmy Johnson comes back, but that's, that's time. I will save that topic for another time. But AJ Allmendinger just, again, week in, week out, pours his heart into the car. And for a guy that won here last year on this track in Xfinity equipment, uh, I, I just, I, I think that he's got a, a good shot at doing it again this weekend. I'm going to cheer for it. You know what I'm saying? This is one of those bets that you make. That's one with your heart, and two that you just want. You make it because you want to cheer for it, and I want to cheer for AJ Allmendinger to win this week. Yeah, no, I love this one. I mean, I made the case already for him in the matchup over John Hunter, and again with those top four guys all being so close in odds, you, you take such a leap to go to Allmendinger, who's clearly up there in their category. He's leading the point standings, so he's been the most consistent of them. He's had the best season so far of them, so. Yeah, massive value of plus 800. Um, I'm going to go with plus 1,500. Brandon Jones, we've already talked about him. Uh, you know, we, I, we, we've we already got three bets on it, so why not make it a fourth one? But I think he could win this race. He's one of those guys that he just pops up out of nowhere, leads a bunch of laps, and wins a race every once in a while. We saw it earlier this season. I think it was Martinsville where he won. Um, and so it can be done. He can do it. He's done it before. Great value for him here. Uh, already talked about it. He finished second here last year in this race to AJ Omendinger, actually. So, again, you know, up there, uh, sixth in 2019. So, uh, and, and four top tens in, in his five starts at this track. So, he's always been good here, always been consistent here. Um, again, with that Menards theme we're going to roll with this week. Uh, he's, he's generally in a Menards sponsored car. But, uh, and again, it's a Gibbs car. You're going to have plus 1500. So, yeah, Brandon Jones to win uh, plus fifteen hundred. I love that it's Menards because every time my youngest, when she walks down, she's and she sees the Menards, she's Menards. It's just this <laughs> weird thing that she's got. It's she loves to see it. So <laughs> I love, I love it. I, I like baby Menards, Menards. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, uh, I've, I've always been. I've Menards is so like I, I don't for whatever reason they're like one of my favorite sponsors that's ever been in NASCAR like their cars always look super cool it's the yellows the greens like bright cool colors and they've been on tons of different cars I mean even now they still sponsor Brandon Jones you see him on Cindric's car you see him on Blaney's car like they're kind of all over the place they got the Arca or the yeah the Arca Menard series like Matt Crafton and the truck series so like huge in the sport they're all over the place their cars always look great one of my favorite stores to go to uh, so 
So, yeah, big, big Menards fan here. <laughs> to boot. Uh, all right, get your pen and paper out. We're going to go over the Xfinity bets for you one last time. Cody started off with Brandon Jones over Sammy Smith at minus 150. I gave you Brandon Jones as a top 400. If you can't tell, we love us some Brandon Jones this week. Cody gave you uh, A.J. Almendinger over John Hunter Nemechek at minus 125. I gave you Riley Herbst over John Hunter Nemechek at plus 105. I wonder what you can get if you parlayed those. Uh, I gave, and then uh, Cody gave you Sheldon Creed as a top five at plus 350. I gave you Noah Gragson over Josh Berry at minus 120. Cody gave you Noah Gragson to win and Brandon Jones to win. And I gave you AJ Allmendinger to win the race. Let's move our attention to the Cup Series, boys. That We got a whole different... Uh, strategy play out in that one as well it's funny we see our, our you're gonna hear our bets and you're gonna go up oh, i know where their heads are at so <laughs> this will be fun we're gonna break down the fire keepers casino 400 best bets when we come back for stage three but as we always do let's let you know that browsing online using incognito mode does not actually protect your privacy that's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, to advertisers, to ISPs, all sorts of other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's literally that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on your speed. So your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. So whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for you with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you got to do, tap one button, you're instantly protected. You won't even know that it's on. So stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com SGP. Use that promotional code SGP. Claim your 70% savings. That's I-P-V-A-N-I-S-H dot com slash SGP. I have discovered a site, and thank goodness for the SGPN for having Odds Trader sponsor this show. This is literally my one-stop shop for all of my betting lines. I'm telling you right now, I did not know that I needed Odds Trader until I logged onto their site, saw the fact that they have all kinds of books to compare. They lay it all out for you and not just the lines. They got the spreads, they've got the over-unders, but even better than that, they break it all down for you. They show you where these teams are against the spread. They show you the previous results from their games. They break everything down for you so that you don't even need to listen to me. Turn the show off. I'm just kidding, don't. But at the very least, go to Odds Trader right now. Take a look around. Not only can you research and shop around for all those books, but you can also keep track of those bets as well. It is literally like your betting journal and your shopping center all in one. I am converted. I will probably never go anywhere else to shop for my odds ever again. Because you get handicapping, play-by-play -play updates, live scores, bet tracking, player stats, key game statistics, projected game day weather, 
I mean, listen, you want it, you got it. It's at oddstrader.com. You can now go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire to get a great deal. Odds Trader, the number one site for all of your game day bets. So you can keep track of all your bets, but we'll help you keep track of your NASCAR bets, ladies and gentlemen, as we move to the Cup Series. As I said, it's the Fire Keepers 400. 200 laps around a two-mile track makes 400. I'm not good at math, Cody, but that much I can do. So uh, That's an easy one. Two plus two is four. All right, we're you, good. You, you say that, buddy, but I mean, I need Odds Tracker to help me keep track of that too. So let's let's not get it twisted. Uh, all right, kick off the betting for us, please. Okay. Uh, wow, I was looking at Rod's bets uh, for the first time during that ad read. Can't believe the cardinal sin you have coming up. I do. But anyways, <laughs> uh, my first bet: Chase Elliott, a top five finish, minus one ten. What am I missing here? Like, why is he only minus one ten for a top five? I, he's he's got five races in a row prior to last week. He finished in the top three, and last week he had a top two finish with two laps to go or whatever it was before the late caution. I mean, nobody's got this car figured out. Nobody's got a better season going. Nobody's more consistent right now. I don't care what he's done here in the past. I didn't even look. I have no idea what he's done here in the past. Didn't even look. Doesn't matter to me. He is on a streak right now. He's running well. Uh, Again, I I don't really know what else you need to say about it. It's only minus 110. I couldn't believe it. So top five, Chase Elliott, minus 110. I'll lay that all day, every day with the way that that team is running and firing on all cylinders right now. It's hard. It is very, very difficult to make a case against betting a, a, you know, against Chase Elliott just for the simple fact that, yes, you're right, he is on the type of tear. And it's not, it's not that he's won all the races that Kyle Larson won last year in his massive tear. It's just Chase Elliott's been sort of building this in a way that has just been ridiculously consistent obviously first second first second first second first second you know third but first second first second like it, that's just the way it's been going for Elliot and and while he hasn't been winning 15 16 17 races on his way to a championship yeah he definitely has been looking the part and and almost any bet that you can make for him uh is is a good bet because yeah he's just doing it man well and it's even like look at last week like the car wasn't that great they didn't qualify that good weren't running that good, made a mistake and pitted when he wasn't supposed to because there was miscommunication. All Everything that can go wrong in the day is going wrong, and he's second place as the laps wind down. Now things continue to go wrong, and he got bumped on one of those late restarts with the chaos and ended up finishing like 16th. But he was fought through the day and still put himself in position to be there. Had he not gotten bumped out of the way, We could be talking about Chase Elliott's got five wins on the season. He's back to being the road course king. Uh, It was not that far away from possibly happening on that second to last restart before he just got shoved out of the way and and it wasn't his day. But but they've been so consistent. They fought through things. His crew chief, I understand that they won uh, a championship together two years ago, but it just seemed like, especially early in the season, it was like, what are you doing, man? It just kept like messing up and making mistakes and seemingly costing them when they could have been good. Now that's put behind them. They've got it figured out other than the pit stop last week. They seem to be on the same page. 
and, and things are just clicking on all cylinders. And, and you know, I didn't, I, I was going to try and come in here and bet on something different than Chase Elliott again this week. But how, when it's, when you're giving me this good of odds, how can I not take it? Like you're literally hanging it out there and saying, here, I'll give it to you again. Like I'm going to take it again. And we've been cashing tickets so far. So let's keep doing it. Right. Look, sometimes, folks, it's the boring picks that win you money. I mean, we're, we're here to be entertaining. Absolutely. Yes, we want to entertain you through this, but we can't. I mean, we're here to win you money first and foremost. We're not, we're not just an entertainment show. We want you to cash these bets, and we got to give you the bets that are going to cash. And you're right, Cody. Week after week, Chase Elliott has been a meal ticket. Like, he's literally had you eating steaks. So why would we want you to go back to eating Spam Unless you like that kind of thing, when we can have you eating steaks by by betting Chase Elliott every single and week, and it's just a case of you have to recognize when something is smart. And we had our first episode of the F one Gambling Podcast last week, which check that out by the way. But uh, shameless plug there. But but you know we gave out some bets, and still Max Verstappen is the guy we gave out to win. He'd won seven to twelve races. That's a boring pick. It was only plus one eighty five, but. He won the race. We still hit an 850 to one in there because we found other angles and other good stuff to bet on. But even though he was the boring, one of the most, fa- he wasn't even the favorite because Leclerc was the favorite, but he was one, you know, he's the guy that's done it every week. But sometimes you just have to make those bets because they're there and it's valuable enough. And again, if you hit the bet, you're winning money on it. So while you're hitting them, while things are running good, just keep riding that train until it's time to get off. And we've done that earlier in the season. There was a point where Ryan Blaney, we were talking about him every single week, and he was paying off for us in these head-to-heads and all this stuff, or or fading Denny Hamlin. And then as the season progressed, we haven't talked about Ryan Blaney for like 10 weeks now because there was no reason to talk about him. And same with Denny Hamlin. For a while, we kind of got off of the head-to-heads because he was starting to hit him. So it's not, you know, again, I, I don't want to just, well, they just give out Chase Elliott every week. Like, yeah, but for a good reason, and there's a reason to it. And if you keep listening throughout the season and next year, it's not always going to be the same, but when there's time to bet on him, it's time to bet on him. And now is that time. So keep riding it. Funny you mentioned fading Denny Hamlin because we stopped fading <laughs> Denny a little while ago. And look, like I'm, that little tea eh, up there. <laughs> you like that? Look at you learning. You are becoming a pro as we get on. Man, you are witnessing the maturation of Cody as a podcast host. I love it. Uh, but yes, way to tee this up for me. As I now hop off of the fade Denny Hamlin train, and I'm going to take a very unpopular stance right now for a lot of folks, especially riding the high of what happened last week. And I'm going to give you Denny Hamlin over Tyler Reddick. Yes, if you want to stop the show, like I said before, you can. But look, Denny Hamlin has been just phenomenal on this track, especially over the last four races here where he had a second-place finish, a sixth-place finish, a second-place finish, and a fifth-place finish. Now, I get it. I know this season has not been spectacular for Denny. I know that he's had his fair share of ups and downs, even over the course of the last five races where he had 17th at Elkhart Lake, 25th at Atlanta, 6th in Loudoun, 35th at Pocono, 14th at Indianapolis. But Denny's been in the mix, and Denny has continued to be in the mix. Bad luck has happened, absolutely. But again, he's managed to win a couple of races this season as well. So it's not like it's completely out of the realm of possibility, a la Kevin Harvick a la Martin Truex Jr., who I have so desperately uh, pleaded my case for. But Danny Hamlin has found his way into the winner's circle this season, and, and which means that he has the possibility 
of doing something like that again. And all I'm asking him to do is finish above Tyler Reddick, who in his three races here at Michigan, and I know, Cody, I know we don't like the way historical data with this new car, but sometimes you don't run well out of track, and, and Tyler Reddick has not run well in this eight car. Finishes of 18th, 24th, and 29th on this track. Unless he's figured something out quickly in this new car that can get him around Michigan faster, then I, I still see a better day for Hamlin, who knows this track, who's run this track well. That's, that's my case. I know you don't agree. I, I'm never going to get you to see this side of it. But at the very least, that's my side. We don't disagree much. So it is kind of fun when we do disagree because uh... – you know, Tyler Reddick, you hope he figures things out in this new car, but he's got two wins this season. He should have three wins if you want to throw Bristol Dirt in there. He got wrecked on the last lap. I'd say he's figured something out. <laughs> They're riding the momentum. He won last week. He was fourth slash second the week before at Pocono. Finished fourth on the track, obviously second after the disqualifications. He's 12-1 to 1 this why? Why is he not getting any respect? He's 12-1 to 1 to win this race. I don't know why there's disrespect for him. He's one of the guys I entertained picking to win. The numbers I got on these other guys that I'm going to give out were too good for me to pass up on. But I like Reddick a lot this week. I think he's going to have another good performance. We talked about it earlier in the season. We Again, one of those guys we bet on head-to-head -head against a lot because he couldn't get the finishes. He was good every week. But he showed us throughout the season they can have a good, fast car. He's been dominant at places. He's led a ton of laps. He's run well, and then it was a blown tire. This happens, that happens, a pit mistake. Now those things have kind of gone away. He's gotten the first win. He's gotten the second win. Things are really looking good for him. So, I, you know, and Austin Dillon is a guy, his teammate, that's run really well on these types of tracks. I believe he finished second at Auto Club earlier this season. So Richard Childress maybe knows something on these types of tracks. Again, maybe Reddick hasn't necessarily done it on this type of track before, but like we've talked about so much this year with Ross Chastain, uh, you know, you can't look at what he did in the past because it's been so much better this year. That's kind of where I'm at right now with Tyler Reddick. So, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go with you on this one. Obviously, I have a little bias against Denny, but but again, his finishes haven't really been there much this season. He's in he's very consistently finished bad. Now, yes, he crossed the line first at Pocono. He probably had a good enough car without cheating to, to finish well like that. Would he have even beat Reddick, though, who was right there in fourth? Maybe not. We won't know because their car was altered and all that. But I don't know. I can't get on board with this one with you. Uh, I will say that if you want the Tyler Reddick part of this, it's at plus 105, so fine. Go have your plus money, but uh, me, I'll stand firm and, and eat the juice. <laughs> All right, hey, hey, we all we all gotta we all gotta pick our spots, right? <laughs> uh, all right, we'll pick your next spot. Damn it! All right, my next spot. <laughs> uh, Ryan Blaney. Speaking of those Menards cars, I'm on this week. Ryan Blaney over Martin Truex Jr., the retired driver, the number 19. Uh, this is minus 110. <laughs> Again, I mean, so I'm absolutely in love with Ryan Blaney this week. We talked about it on the the recap show when we were predicting odds. We thought he would be one of the favorited drivers. I could not believe he is not one of the favorite of drivers. Completely shocking to me. I understand he's had the same problem that we've talked about with everybody else. Great cars. He's looked good week in and week out. Cannot get the finish. Just cannot get it. So by that logic, I should be betting against him. But I think this is the week he gets it turned around. He was really pissed off after last week's race where he got wrecked late. 
I mean, you know, everybody was kind of driving like jackasses, whatever, but but he had a good car. They looked good. I mean, he was running the top three, I think, before one of those last cautions and, and had looked good. He, he had a good day. They, you know, tried some strategy and it was working well for him. But he's had things going. Uh, you know, Ryan Blaney corner fully back in effect this week. We're, we're going to get into it a little or even later on in the show. But uh, I love him. Martin Truex Jr., again, you know, he just – he's not – they don't even talk about him. Uh, like, he's, it's like you got to look like, is he even racing? And, you know, he's around eighth. He's tenth. You know, whatever. He's, he's in the mix. But he's not been a dominant car. He's not been up there with the leaders like he had been in the past. Ryan Blaney won here last year. He's got four top fives here, six top tens. Uh, even back in the Wood Brothers days cars, in the, when he was driving that 21 car, he was really good here. This has just been his type of track. He's good He's good on the Daytonas, the Talladegas, the Auto Clubs, the Michigans, these big, wide-open tracks. He just has it figured out. Ford's going to go big this week. They've you know been one of the manufacturers that's kind of – they've probably been the most down manufacturer lately. It had been Toyota for a while, but now it's probably Ford, I would say. And, and so they've got something to prove in their backyard. All the Ford executives are going to be there, all that jazz. So big on Ryan Blaney this week. Martin Truex Jr., he's retired anyways. So I'm going to take Blaney over Truex at minus 110. Uh, man, you know, I've, I've said it week in and week out. If you want to win, bet with Cody. If you want to, if you just want to have fun, then, then bet with me. God, and you'll understand why I'm saying that in the next couple of bets. Not this one, though. This one I really, truly feel like has a very good chance. And it's at plus money because... Kyle Busch is a known quantity here, but Kyle Larson, my friends, if you look back at what this guy has done at Michigan, and and if you haven't already incurred what the bet is, it's Kyle Larson over Kyle Busch. It's the battle of the Kyles, and you're getting Kyle Larson at plus 100 here. You're getting Kyle Larson at plus money because everybody... Can you imagine if I would have told you at the beginning of the season you'd be able to get Kyle Larson plus money on a head-to-head matchup? I, I think you I thought would, I was fucking crazy. I would have picked another co-host, but yeah, no. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't say that. Woo. I'd have been like, yeah, this guy knows his stuff, and next week we're having a new co-host. Uh, no, listen, look, at Kyle Larson, we, we've, downed on, we've downed him so much this season because he hasn't been as dominant as he was last season. And I don't know that that's fair. I don't think we've been fair to Kyle Larson because he just went out and had the most ridiculous season that a driver could have in, in a long time, dominated everything, and we just expected him to come out and do it again this year, uh, which, which was unfair to us. But what he's done at this track in his 13 starts as a cup driver as the driver of the 42, mind you, he went off and ripped three straight wins off in 2016 and two in 2017. The last two races that he's raced on this track, mind you, he did not race in 2020. There were two races in 2020, but he was suspended for that, so he didn't get to race those. But in his two races here at 2019 and 2021, both third-place finishes. Granted, he started on the pole in that 2021 race, but he still finished third in that race. Kyle Larson, he can find his way back to the front, and he looked good when he wasn't running people off the road last week in Indianapolis. But look, Kyle Busch is no slouch here either. Um, absolute terror in top 10s. He, he's had a top 10 finish dating all the way back to the, the spring race of 2017 and, and hasn't necessarily found his way outside of that. couple of top five finishes, one top three finish in that spot as well. But here's the thing, you know, Kyle Busch, 
lately he's been distracted and he's the first to admit that he's distracted. He's got stuff on his mind. So, you know, every, every race while he's trying to race for his next ride still has that in the back of his mind that he may not be in this car much longer. He, he's got the disputes going on. You see it in his finishes over since Sonoma. 30th at Sonoma, 21st at Nashville, 29th at Road America, 20th at Atlanta, 12th at Loudoun, 36th at Pocono. Last week, he did manage to get an 11th place in Indianapolis, but just ridiculous. You know, obviously, Pocono, he got disqualified, but even still, it's just been bad luck after bad luck after bad luck for Kyle Busch. And Kyle Larson, say what you will, I have a feeling he's on the uptick right now. I, I think he may get his, his legs back underneath him. And, and find a way to finish this season strong because, look, he's not even necessarily <laughs> all that locked in to, to being able to advance as much as he wants uh, in the playoffs. So one win only this season. He's got to put his, his foot down and literally start going uh, balls to the wall here for the rest of the schedule. Yeah, no, I have a lot to say about this, but uh, I, I like this bet. Uh, you're getting Kyle Larson a plus money, first of all. The, he's dominated on this track, and and when we say he's he won three in a row in the 42 Chip, Chip Ganassi car, like, that car was not that great of a car. Larson is that good of a driver, which we knew the talent, and then all of a sudden you get him in a good car, he rips off 10 wins. That kind of sets the bar high, which is why maybe people feel like it's been a disappointing season, but He's he's run pretty well, and they've been putting things together slowly. He's been quietly getting some decent finishes here and there. Last week, a little concerning. Hendrick has come out and said his brakes did not fail on that accident. So some type of driver error, it would almost seem. Was he having issues where he, he kind of lost? I, I don't know. There's so many questions that that opens. I Man, if I was them, I'd have maybe just said, yeah, the brakes didn't work. I don't know. But it just, I mean, it opens up so many questions for what the hell happened. He just, he totally missed that corner. So I, I don't know if the heat was getting to him or or what happened. But scary incident. Obviously, I'm glad he's okay. It seems like he's not having any issues and, and should be racing fine. He's been racing dirt cars all week. So anyways, but, uh, but I think this is going to be the true test. This is where we're going to see where Kyle Larson is at what his chances are for the rest of the season. If they can put together a race, run well, and be in the conversation to win this race, then we need to worry about Kyle Larson the rest of the year, and they're, they're getting things figured out, and it's going to be good. If he does not run well this weekend, major red flags in the Hendrick camp. They've already been struggling with the 24 and 48 specifically, not been running that well lately. After Byron looked like, I mean, he opened the season one of the hottest drivers. Um, but in Larson, you know, he's got to win, but that was again, back at auto club, which same style of track, the only other track this size we've been on. So, you know, but again, that was back in February. So much has changed since then. There's so many things going into all this, but this race is going to tell us the story of where Kyle Larson and that program, that number five car are at going forward. As we close in, there's only three race, four races left before the regular season ends and we're into the playoffs. So it's crunch time. It's time to figure your shit out now and get on track for the playoffs. And this is this is going to be the truest test for Kyle Larson because if he doesn't show up this week, I'm concerned for the rest of his season. But, again, plus money in a matchup. I like it. You could make an argument Kyle Busch is going to be trying to impress those Ford executives while they get that deal for him to go to Haas figured out. But – 
maybe not. Uh, so I'll uh, I'll stick with the distraction side of things. I think he has been distracted, preoccupied. Now he did run well at Pocono. Again, the car was disqualified after the fact and all that. But but again, Kyle Larson, he's been running well. He's dominated this track in the past. So plus money, I, I like this one as well. Indeed. What's your next bet, my friend? My next bet, hopping back on the fade Denny train. Uh, Chase Elliott over Denny Hamlin. Again, minus 110. I've already made my case for Elliott. Do I need to make it anymore? Denny Hamlin, the finishes have not been there. He somewhat somehow managed a somewhat decent finish last week despite having a horrendous race. Um, Crossed the line first at Pocono. Again, disqualified. So, you know, take from that what you will. But a majority of the time this year, I mean, if you look at the point standings, he's way down there. He's got a couple of wins because when they do figure it out, they can be good. He can be a threat any week to win. But consistency-wise, he's not there. Elliott has been the model of consistency this year. Again, I'm riding that heat streak, that hot train, and I'm going to stick with it here for with Chase Elliott over Denny Hamlin. All right. I mean, look, it doesn't matter to me where Denny finishes as long as he finishes above Tyler Reddick. That's my only one thing. And I, of course, Elliot's going to finish over Denny. That's that's a given right there. So that's you know, it's, it should be that easy. <laughs> yeah, it really it should. So there it is. As long as Elliot finished over Denny and Denny finishes over Reddick, we're we're having a good day. Uh, all right, I'm going to give you. I wanted to give you a, a a top Ford, but I found better value in Truex Jr. as the top Toyota. Look. I know he's retired, but he still has the potential to run around the front. We've seen him do it a few times over. Yes, they're not talking about him much on the broadcast, but it, it seems that they're they're concentrating more on a, a lot of the top four or five cars, and he's not been one of those yet. But at this track, it's either been Denny Hamlin or him that has been the top Toyota on this track, uh, we, season in and season out. So, look. When you look at all the other Toyotas out there, yeah, you're talking about Denny Hamlin. You want to absolutely fade Denny Hamlin. Yes, you do. Uh, Ty Gibbs, right? Kyle Busch, you could make a case for, I'm sure, was probably going to have a top 10 finish. But look, at some point, the ghost has got to get himself kicked, right? And and the time is running out for him. Literally, time is running out for him. I know that he said he's, he's probably going to come back, but time is running out for him to warrant that decision to be honest with you so either these next few races he runs like he knows how to drive or he's literally going to fit you said that there's a lot to prove for kyle larson i think martin truex jr is in that exact same position right now he's got a lot to prove going forward whether or not he belongs still in that car whether or not he belongs in the sport right i mean look i'm hoping that somebody tells me when i'm way past my prime uh, for talking because then I'll just go ahead and ride off in the sunset. But I have a feel in this group and the value is there. This is more of a value bet than it is anything, right? Cause I, I think he, he has the potential to do this. He's done it before in his career. He's done it recently, uh, where he's been the top Toyota at this race on this track. So I just, like I said, at five at plus five fifty, I'm willing to sprinkle something on that, uh, in the hopes that, that true X, figures that he is really driving for his life right now yeah yeah i mean <laughs> I, I i get your argument i can see it but this is one we're on different sides as well because uh my next bet is bubble wallace top toyota and it's at plus a thousand i love bubble wallace this weekend 
big time. I think we're going to see a big weekend out of him. Again, back to being on a streak. His first ever top five at a road course last week. Um, he's got three straight top tens. Again, Kansas, one of the most comparable tracks to this. Kurt Busch absolutely freaking dominated that race and won that race. Kurt, obviously, because I was – I would, if it was a normal week, Kurt was also, before obviously the news came out, a 10-to-1. I was going to smash him for this. But I think that they will transfer the knowledge I took from Kansas and Kurt's car and give it to Bubba. Bubba also ran really well at Kansas. He finished 10th, but – he should have finished a lot better and possibly been in the running for a win. He had like four pit stop problems. That was when the pit stop stuff was going crazy with that team. They seem to have figured that out. Uh, you know, they made a couple of guys switch with the 20 car. Then the 20 car all of a sudden wins. Bubba's pit stops have gotten better. That team's been running good. Three straight top tens for him. He is the main focus of 2311 right now. Yes, Ty Gibbs is in the car. They want to see what he has, but they are putting everything they have, all the focus on the 23 car. Let's get him into the playoffs. Kurt's in the playoffs. Is Kurt even going to be available for the playoffs? We don't know now. So let's get Bubba in the playoffs. He's going to need a win probably to do that. But let's put all the focus on that car. I would not be surprised one bit if Bubba Wallace comes out and wins this race. Now, a statistic, hopefully I don't steal your statistic that you teased earlier, but eight of the last nine races here have been won by somebody that's already won earlier in the season, not a new winner on the season. So I thought that was interesting. So that 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 goes against him a little. But again, on this bet, you don't need him to win. It just needs to be the top Toyota. So Denny Hamlin, inconsistent week to week. Kyle Busch, we don't know where his head's at. That kind of takes two guys out. Ty Gibbs, not expecting him to win or run that well. He's just out there to complete the laps and get the experience. So now, could he finish good? Yes, absolutely. And he's finished. He has said two solid finishes in his starts. This is his third start. He's getting more comfortable. So we'll see. But I'm going to kind of count him out. Martin Truex Jr., he's retired. You know, he'll be running around eighth or wherever, 10th place. So you could luck into yours there. But uh, but I think really you could sprinkle a little bit on both of these guys. At plus five, was it plus 550 on Martin Truex? And then plus 1,000 on, uh, on Bubba. I think either of these guys could easily be the top Toyota. But I love Bubba this week. I think we're going to see a really good run from him. If they can keep the mistakes off pit road, if he cannot make the mistakes he makes sometimes, I think we could see a really good performance and finish by him. And at 10 to 1, I love the odds for him to be the top Toyota. I mean, I love Bubba Wallace too. And and it is my youngest favorite driver. So she loves her some Bubba Wallace. So I'm not mad. I mean, again, I, I think you're right. I think either one of these guys could be the top Toyotas, and I would not be surprised at all if it was Bubba Wallace. In fact, I, I wanted to find a good Bubba Wallace bet, and, and I'm glad you found this one because he's been a, just the solid driver over the last three weeks, and it's been a good story. I mean, it, it feels good for him. I, I loved his uh, his interview after last week where he was just like, man, it, we're, we're actually we're doing well. He's like, I'm, I'm glad that and we're doing well. Uh, he seems to be one of those guys that's going to be able to ride that momentum. Like, like he's got the confidence now. You can see it. Like, he's feeling good. He's, you know, he's got a lot of haters out there. A lot of people do not like him. A lot of people do like him, and he's one of my favorite drivers. I really like the guy, but a lot of people do not like him. There's different reasons for that. He gets more attention, this, that, whatever. But that gets to him sometimes. I think you can tell it gets on his mind. It gets in his head. But right now, he's on a hot streak, and he's thinking. Fuck all you people who don't believe in me. I can do this. And he wants to prove it. 
And I think we can see that. Another point, too, when you're betting top Chevy, three quarters of the field is Chevy. When you're betting top Ford, the other quarter of the field is Ford. There's only six Toyotas. And really, you're kind of taking Ty Gibbs out of the equation a little bit. It's almost the five Toyotas, really, that you're looking for. But but really, it is only six Toyotas in the field. So to be top Toyota, you only have to beat five other Toyotas. You don't have to beat 20 other Chevys or 15 other Fords, whatever it is. Toyota does not have as big of a representation. And so when you're getting these farther odds, five to one, a 10 to one, you only got to beat five other guys to do that. That's not as hard as, you know, beating the four Chevy Hendrick guys, beating the the three Ford uh, Penske cars, the four Ford, well, two or three of the Ford uh, Stuart Haas cars. Cole Custer doesn't count, but... <laughs> Uh, hell Sorry, it's, Polly. <laughs> it's even easier than beating the field for plus 600 man i'm telling you it's it's exactly you know. yeah so again somewhere you can find value in and i think specifically this week i mean the toyota i always take a look at the toyota best toyota bets because it is such a limited field because all these guys are basically in the same cars i mean i mean those 2311 cars are basically joe gibbs racing cars it's a satellite team and all that so it's pretty similar equipment and stuff. But I think there's a legit shot for Bubba this week. I really like that 2311-23 car. So I'm riding with that. I love it. Uh, all right. I'm going to give you the stat that I teased earlier. And if you look back at the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven races on this track, the winning manufacturer was a Ford. It was Ryan Blaney, it was Kevin Harvick, it was Joey Logano, it was Kevin Harvick, it was Clint Boyer, all driving Fords. So I give you the Ford as the winning manufacturer of this race at plus 400. Again, you know, when, you, when you're talking about uh, the Chevys there, they were only like plus 100. The, the Fords having won as many races as they've won here, I could not believe that they were not the favorite to win this this prop. So at plus 400, come on, man. Like, that gives you not just Kevin Harvick, but it gives you the guy that I'm going to give you next. Um, you know, it gives you Blaney. It gives you all kinds of, of drivers that have won here before and that are, are won this season. So, yeah, give me Ford at plus 400 as a winning manufacturer. They've only ever done it the last seven times they've ran on this track. So what's to say that they can't do it again this week? You know, they ran well last week as well. They were A lot of them were in the front. And, yeah, Chevy won, but, you know, Blaney was there for a while. And so, yeah, Harvick was even around the top before he ended up getting wrecked out too. Um, and he wasn't necessarily a threat to win the thing, but, you know, he was around there. So... Yeah, I, I like plus 400 as Ford is the winning manufacturer. No, I love this one. There's super good value here. Like you said, Chevy and Toyota are so short on the odds. And again, only six Toyotas. Now, there's a ton of Chevys, obviously, but there's plenty of Ford options. You just mentioned all of them. All three Penske cars are going to be good this week. Harrison Burton and that Wood Brothers car could be good. Again, Wood Brothers is like Ford through and through. They get a little extra attention when it comes to a track like this, a race like this in front of Ford. Again, Ford and Chevy have a little bit of an advantage with being the manufacturer's home. It's it's big to them. It means a lot to those teams. All the executives from GM are going to be there. All the executives from Ford are going to be there. Ford obviously has done it a lot lately. Now they we just talked about they've probably been the the least best manufacturer 
but it's not like they're leaps and bounds behind. Logano's got some wins. Blaney's been so close a few times. Sindrick's got the win. Um, you know, guy like Harvick, he could win. It's it's a small chance, but it's possible. He's done it a few times before. Uh, but even a guy like Sindrick could win. Uh, there's plenty of guys in the field. You get a guy like Briscoe has been running really well this year. And Eric Almarola pops up every once in a while, which rumors he's coming back, by the way. That's kind of interesting. But uh, anyways, yeah, there's there's definitely value in this, especially when you compare it to what the other two manufacturers are at. So so four to one, uh, yeah, I, I fully back Ford winning this, and one of my winners is going to be a Ford. But before we get to him, <laughs> my first winner, okay, <laughs> I, did, I, I swear to you, I went into this trying not to pick Chase Elliott to win this race, okay? <laughs> and then I'm looking around, and, and some places – he's the favorite at plus 600, but at another place, he's not the favorite and he's plus 750 plus 750 for a guy that's finished in the top three for, th you know, a third of the season, the last third of the season that we've run, how I don't understand. Can you imagine if at this point last year, we got Kyle Larson ever at plus 750 to win? No, he'd never cracked like plus 400 to win. It was crazy. I I can't not pick it. It would be, I would not be giving you proper picks and information if I didn't pick Chase Elliott at seven plus seven fifty to win this race. Way too much value there. He has got just as good, if not a better chance of anyone else to win this race. Again, he has been so good. They've got this car figured out. They're firing on all cylinders. He's on the best team. He's got the best car this season. I don't know what else I can say about it, but the disrespect in the number, it's like earlier in the season with Chastain, there was a point we were picking him almost every week because for the way he was running, the value in the numbers just did not match up and you had to take it. That's where I'm at with Elliott right now. I've been picking him. It's paid off quite a few times so far. I'm going to pick him again because I just can't stop. Then also, Ryan Blaney. I've already talked about how much I love him this week. Oh, no, no, go, go, go. You're sitting there, right? You're, 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 pa you're pausing for this. We just made a lot of people pull over on the side of the road because they're like, why did it stop? What happened? <laughs> uh, yes, welcome to Ryan Blaney's Corner with Cody Zeeb. Uh, back on the train. It's been a while. I was all over him early in the season. We got off him over the summer stretch. That all ends this week. Ryan Blaney, this is his track. This is his time. He's going to win this race. He's at plus 1,300 to win. Uh, just talked about you're going to hit this. You're going to hit four to plus 400. Ryan Blaney, he's going to beat Ryan, Martin Truex in this whole deal. We're going to make a lot of money on, on Ryan Blaney this week. He's the guy. This is his track. This is his chance. At this point, he's probably going to point his way into the playoffs, but he doesn't want to have to worry about that. He wants to win this weekend, put it all to rest, have those bonus points going into the playoffs, which are going to be more important this year than ever before. Help secure that top finishing position in the regular season standings as well. And I, I just, I was going to bet Ryan Blaney if he was the favorite to win this race and for him to be a plus 1300 hell fucking yes. Give me that all day and all night. I could not believe it when the numbers came out. I ran to the window, the fastest I've ever run, place this bet, lock it in. It's Ryan Blaney's week. He's going to get it done. All aboard the Ryan Blaney train. 
Well, why don't you give out yours before I, I give out my winner? There's there's one more down tucked underneath okay. there. You know, you know, I got to give out. I've been liking these exactas, and we weren't that far off last week. This one, I cannot believe the value in this one. 25 to 1, Kyle Larson to win the race. We just talked about it. He's won here 47 different times in crappy cars. And Chase Elliott to finish second. If Hendrick comes out and they're hitting this weekend, who are the best two cars going to be? More than likely, Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson. Now they have to finish exactly this way, and I picked Chase Elliott to win. I wanted to pick Kyle Larson, but he's not proven enough to me lately for me to, to stick with him. But this is my way of picking him and, and hoping that Elliott's right there in the mix. Elliott, top two, top three. You know, we talked about earlier with the top five, there's super good value there because he's consistently running up in the top two, top three, top five area. So even if he doesn't have the winning car, he's finding a way to put himself to be there at the end. Could Larson come out and dominate this race? Or even if he doesn't, run well, win this race? Absolutely. Could Chase Elliott be the right there in second? Absolutely. 25 to 1 for the exact uh, matchup thing. I, this one just jumped right off the page to me, and uh, and I had to take it. So, yeah, Larson first, Elliott second on the exact uh, plus 2,500. Uh, that's a fun one that I think has a, has a legit shot. Yeah, no, it's the super fun one of the week, and it, that's a fun one to cheer for too. Like like you had said, there's those bets, and that I said I just want to cheer for it, and I, I think that's one I want to cheer for. Yeah, other than I would love to see that. Oh yeah, hit everybody at twenty five to one. Yeah, please. Uh, yes. But if you don't, then maybe try this one at sixteen to one. I'm giving you Joey Logano to win this race, and that will also give you the Ford hitting this race as well. Joey Logano on this track, 25 starts, 17 top 10s, three wins. Granted, the last one came in 2019, uh, but, you know, you look back at his last five races on this track, three of the five have resulted in top 10s, two of them in top fives, one of them in that victory. Last season was rough. He was on that uh, damaged vehicle protocol, and he didn't end up getting to finish the race. Uh, he only ran 188 of the 200 laps and finished in 33rd. Rough go for Joey Logano. Look, it's not been the easiest of seasons for Joey Logano. I'll give it that. Um, we, we're high on him because he wins races, and in fact, he's won two of them this season. But it seems like those get buried uh, around 20th finish, you know, 20 place finishes, 27th at Elkhart Lake, 26th in Atlanta, 24th at Loudoun, 20th at Pocono before finally salvaging a sixth place finish last week in Indianapolis. But, you know, the guy has been. He's, he's Joey Logano. Like, I, I almost don't feel like you can count him out anywhere, especially here where he's actually won a race before, and he's driving a Ford, which, like we said before, is the manufacturer that's probably going to end up winning this race. So I, I'll take Joey Logano, who snuck that win in there in 2019. Uh, look, I, I'm still bleeding for Kevin Harvick, okay? He's at plus 2,500. He's at 25 to 1 to win this race. I'm not telling you to bet on him, but I'm I'm just tempted. Just put it in there, Rod. Add it. Fine. Add it to your official card. I'll give Do you it. Kevin Harvick at 25 to 1 as well to win this race. That's a Ford, okay. and it's Kevin First Harvick. of all, Kevin Harvick, 25 to 1, I do not hate because I, even though I think that Kevin Harvick's – well, we know his dominant winning days are over. I, we're never going to see the nine-win season again from him. Could he win a race at some point? Yes, I, I 
and I'm starting to believe more than I did earlier this season. I, earlier this season, I was saying I didn't think we'd ever see him win. I still think it's a long shot, but a 25 to one. That's, that's a, a long, long shot. shot, right? <laughs> but then Joey Logano, 16 to one, super good value there. I really like that one. Logano, I mean, just going through your stats there, it really jumps out kind of like Hamlin. If you're going to bet on him, just bet on him to win. Don't bet on him in a head to head uh, because he's either going to win or he's going to finish in 20th. Like it's the tale of two races for both of those guys where they're either good and everything is clicking and, and they get these wins. They both have multiple wins this season, but then all these other races, they just don't show up or everything goes wrong. They have all these problems and all of a sudden they're 20th or 30th. So when you're getting a guy like that at 16 to one, if he has a crappy day and he's in the back, oh, well, you know, but if it's his day, there's a really good shot. He's going to win. And if you hit on him the right time, then, then it could happen. Anything can and shall happen in these NASCAR races. All right, let's wrap up the bets. Get out your pen and paper. I'm going to go over our bets for the Fire Keepers Casino 400 where Cody started you off with a Chase Elliott top five bet at minus 110, redonkulous. Uh, I gave you the unpopular Denny Hamlin over Tyler Reddick pick at minus 125. The books don't seem to think that it's that unpopular, but I'll go with that. Uh, Cody followed that up with Ryan Blaney over Martin Truex at minus 110. I gave you Kyle Larson over Kyle Busch at plus 100, the disrespect Cody gave you Chase Elliott one more time over Denny Hamlin. So we have predicted the finishing position of Chase Elliott over Denny and Demi, Denny over Reddick. Uh, that is where we stand. That bet is at minus 120. I gave you Martin Truex Jr. as the top Toyota at plus 550. And then Cody gave you Bubba Wallace as the top Toyota at plus 1,000. I say Ford's going to be the winning manufacturer. That is at plus 400. And then Cody gave you everybody to win. Uh, Kyle at plus 750, Blaney at plus 1300, and then the fun exacta as that, that's Larson. Chase at plus 750, by the way, not Kyle. Did I, did I say, what did I say? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah my bad. <laughs> Chase Elliott at plus 750. Too many, too many Hendrick drivers. Uh, but Kyle Larson and Chase Elliott to finish one, two, plus 2500. I'm giving you Joey Logano at plus 1600. And damn it all, if I can't quit you, Kevin Harvick at plus. 2500 to win the fire keepers 400 at the michigan international speedway cody whatever happens this is still going to be a just fun fun weekend of racing that we get to watch one more time i am excited i mean really there's not been bad races this year there's been seasons in the past where some races have gotten pretty boring we've not had that much this year it's been exciting each and every week. We haven't had these guys that just run away and dominate these races like Larson did half the season last year. It's been exciting. I think this is going to be another good one. I think we're going to see a lot of battles. I don't think we're going to have one guy that just leads the whole race. I think it's going to be different guys throughout the day. Maybe some strategy comes into play. Maybe that's where you get a guy like Brad Keselowski wins in his hometown backyard type of track on strategy, cashes that forward bet for you. It could get crazy, and uh, I'm here for it. I'm ready. Yeah, we didn't even talk about Kozlowski. I mean, not not for not good reason, but hey, right. the guy didn't even come up once in our entire conversation. So maybe that says something to you. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> might all right. say some of the state of the program right now. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cody, why don't you let everybody know they can find you on social media? Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeeb. Ton of stuff coming your way this week. 
We got our three regular NASCAR gambling shows. We got the F1 gambling podcast. F1 is not racing this week. We got a little recap slash news and notes show we're going to put out later in the week. So definitely check that out. Like I said earlier, we hit some good bets to start it off on the first episode of that. That's been fun. I just had NFL's almost here, Rod. Thursday night, we got our first preseason game. So I had an article come out, uh, Rookie of the Year. Tossed out tossed out a couple of picks for that to, to bet on. So give that a, give that a read. Um, going to have some IndyCar article later this week with no F1. So IndyCar going to kind of fill that open wheel gap. Their season's wrapping up here soon. They only got a couple races left. Things are getting pretty serious for them. I'll have Xfinity article for the Garage Guys. So yeah, full week. The content train is is fully running down the tracks. So uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeb to find all my work there, and then follow the show as well on Twitter at NASCAR Gambling. Indeed, and of course, join us in the Discord where we will continue all of our conversations and then some. If you haven't uh, gotten tired of hearing our voices, then you get tired of reading our text messages uh, and all of the trash talking that happens in and the Discord. On the Discord again, if you didn't catch it on the recap show, a guy tossed out fifty to one bet before the race. We endorsed it said yes do it it was bubba wallace top toyota boom fifth place it hit he cashed so again we give you a lot of good picks here and stuff but as the week progresses as we get more information sometimes we can find other different angles that we like as well and, and sometimes we miss like my harvick over hamlin last week we won't talk about that but the 50 to 1 makes up for it so you know that guy came up with it he found it we didn't necessarily see it at the time he throws it out there. We agree. If you're in there, you can see that and be like, shit, I want to get on that too. And you can win just like he did. So we never stop trying to, to win you money. Never That's stop right. trying to win you money. All right, ladies and gentlemen, coming back tomorrow with a DFS episode to try to just keep winning you money. Damn it. That's why we're here and we're going to continue to do it. So again, for Cody, for me, uh, just we'll see you tomorrow. Let's go racing and let it ride. Thank you.